1: Well, Hammer, all morning we've been talking about the fallout from the Brownlow medal and, of course, the grand final. One man who was caught up in all of that, and he's still caught up, and it is Nick Dacos. And his old man, who's a good friend of the show, and we love him, and he was over in Perth several about a couple of months ago with the boys, is Peter Dacos, and he joins us on the show. Hey, Dakes, appreciate your time. It's a big week for the Pies and a big week for the Dacos family.
0: Yeah, guys, it's a, it's, it's a ripper, as I say. I mean, 16 teams have uh, fallen by the wayside. Um, and Collingwood have had a terrific year. And, have, you know, with a bit of luck, we can top it off.
1: Now, last night, the young fella led from, uh, well, barrier to almost the box. But uh, fortunately, we wouldn't be having this conversation about the controversy, who got votes in what games. We've been talking about it ad nauseum all morning. The simple fact is, if he doesn't get injured, he probably wins the Brownlow medal.
0: Yeah, look, um, that's a case. It's been one of those years. There's a lot of boys that were, um, you know, sort of up and around the mark. And it's just the way it it panned out. So a lot of things out of your control. And and that was one of those. Unfortunately, um, injuries come your way. um, And... uh, you know, timing's everything, and unfortunately, it uh, wasn't to be.
2: Peter, were you mer- more nervous last night, or were you more nervous on the weekend gone when uh, when the Giants got going, and uh, and you had to watch the Pies fight it back?
0: Uh, oh, a little bit of both, I think. Hamish, I think uh, you know the the thing with um, sitting in a stand watching, you you got no control over. It. You got a bit more more. Um, you're a bit more active naturally when you're on the ground, and and, and you could probably help help the outcomes a little bit. So, <laughs> having having said that, yeah, no, I I'm um I don't think too many people like sitting alongside me because I'm an elbower. <laughs> I elbow. I fidget. I you know sort of. I'm all over the shop. So, um, I ride the bumps a little bit, and um, so yeah, no, I get nervous. I'm not looking forward. I am looking forward to the game. It's going to be a, a cracker. But geez, the nerves are they're going to get um, definitely tested for sure.
1: So when what's home is back on what Hammer was saying, just in, watching it last night for the young fella and you could sort of, uh, we've all done our Brownlow predictors. Have you heard from him and how, what's his reaction to being so close to, to winning a Brownlow medal?
0: Oh, I spoke with him last night and he's, um, he's probably just of the same opinion. I mean, he's disappointed, but he, he basically said, well, it, you know, the injury just came at the wrong time, so he, he's disappointed. But it, uh, the bigger, the bigger fish to fry for him is is, is the team stuff, and um, he's really looking forward to the game. and And he's well aware. Uh, both of the boys are well aware of how hard these things are to to get into, and you know, they're they're just so focused on um, you know the outcome hopefully going the pie's way on Saturday. So they're just getting themselves ready. So he's pretty much got himself back in the mode. We spoke about it last night, but he was um, looking forward to getting to the club uh, this morning and, and getting into his training. So, and that's the best way to approach it as well. So he... He'll go. He'll be okay. You know, these sort of things. will probably will dwell on it for twenty four hours, but he'll be into it for sure. Uh,
2: the two boys have obviously had a fantastic season, both all Australian. Uh, I know I get proud watching my brothers play. and I'm sure you're the same with your sons. Is it? What's this week look like for you? Do you sit back and let them go? You, you were in the nineteen ninety premiership. Did you? Did you give them some insight as to what the week's like, or do you just sit them back and sit back and let them go about it and figure things out for themselves?
0: Well, it seems to be. Um, uh, Hamish, a lot of things going on these days. I mean, the, you know, we're talking about our our premiership, which was played out, you know, 33 years ago. So, so a lot of things have changed, and 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 it's a bigger landscape and, and stage these days. Uh, we're at the actually at the club um, on Sunday, so they asked even the parents to go in. We had breakfast with the players, and um, and we mingled, and then um, we had a, a sort of debrief around what the week would look like for the boys. And then, you know, um, and then they were very inclusive with with parents and and um, and partners of the players. So, having said that, yeah, I, th- I think they've got their training um, through the week, and then they have the parade and. Uh, I think they've got a lot of uh, media commitments, which you guys would be all across. So I think they make themselves available. And for the parents, we're... we're I'm just sitting back, just waiting for it all to happen and unfold. So I can't wait, you know. We've got, what, four sleeps and um, we're into it. I can't wait.
1: (laughs) Collingwood legend, Peter Dacos, our guest on uh, Collingwood as they prepare for Saturday's big game against Brisbane. Now, he came through that injury uh, and all I've heard is he was meticulous about recovery and the recovery was more so doing nothing he didn't go to games he was on the lounge We saw a few social media posts um we are so proud of the way he handled that whole injury crisis because to be honest there was a lot of people who thought he might not even get to this point of returning this year mm.
0: yeah well i think the thing is goss i think um it was cr- really crucial i mean it, it was you know the injury um as as stated was around that they were sort of minimum 6 weeks that he'd miss so so every day um seemed to count so for him you know from the the night after the injury he was straight back into it i mean we were you know we'd spoken naturally after the game after he'd um sustained the injury and yeah we were all pretty shattered and um but then he he pretty much jumped the next morning i spoke to him and he was off and getting his knee looked at and then he was back at the club and he was hobbling yet he was straight into his recovery so you know into the into the uh, ice baths and and, um, and seeing the physios and, and pretty much straight into it so he was very diligent you know and it was a, a daily thing with, with two sessions a day and hyperbaric chambers so um, and look as it turned out I mean he, he just got there didn't he I mean it sort of you know lady luck was on his side a little bit you know going through to the prelims, so mm. he got the extra week there and um and all was good so i i, I think the extra week really did him the world good and look i think it it showed out I, I, you know i've been saying that um knees are not like a lot of other injuries you can mask a lot of other injuries and probably get a jab and and sort of do away with the pain but um the knee. He, I think he did three 10k blocks. So he, um, you know, if you if you've got a bad knee, you, you're not going to do a kilometer, let alone 10. So and then you know he, he you know, topped that up with another uh, two 10k blocks. So yeah, no, he proved his fitness and um, he'd done an a, an amazing amount of work, which was really really good. And I think showed out um, through the game last week as well. A lot of talk.
2: Peter, goes towards Nick. Uh, I played a little bit of footy with Josh growing up. Uh, I think I played one or two games at Vic Metro with him. He he goes unheralded a little bit, given the uh, the rise to stardom of um, of your younger son. But how do you see his year? I mean, it's, it's obviously amazing watching the two of them play together. But do you reckon that he sort of enjoyed a little bit of the limelight going towards Nick so that he could go about his business and find his way into an All-Australian jacket?
0: Well he's probably his personality probably is like that, Hamish. He probably does like to sort of sit in the wings a little bit. and I have asked him, you know how are you going with things and and he's he's all for it. I mean he he he's in awe of his brother as well sort of thing, so you know with what he's been able to you know sort of uh, put out there on the on the field. so um he's very diligent. I think the thing with um Josh, you know he's twenty four now, so I think, I always say you measure a lot of things in footy speeds and heights and, you know, whatnot. um, But maturity is is one that sort of creeps up on you a little bit. And and I think he's just maturing as a player. I mean, he still is nowhere near where he can be. I think he's, you know, sort of he'll be there when he's 26, 27. So he's got a bit more to go. But I think one of the things he's been able to do uh, this year too is is his leadership. I think um, that's coming on. I see him directing and, and being very vocal out there, naturally not being able to hear him. But uh, I, I know that he's fully um, invested in the game, and um, and and that's good to see. So I think he's really coming on. So I'm pleased people are, are noticing that, and um, yeah, he's getting he's getting some some rewards. And I think the, the club rewarded him with his six year deal. That that um, you know the club had been down that path, and so for them to you know take a breath and do it again was fantastic.
1: Absolutely brilliant! Hey, Dakes. Uh, before we let you go, a couple of things. Uh, what sort of week have you got, mate? I'm sure you know there's cashies galore coming up for the Dakes. How many, <laughs> ha, how many events uh, you've got? I,
0: how many events have you got,
1: uh, uh, mate? Uh, the uh, tax ta- man's not listening.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you, you you must be an undercover agent for the ATO or something, guys. <laughs> um, and and you're, you're only six foot nine. Not that you're going to get spotted, but anyway, um, uh, but. <laughs> No, I've got a little bit on the go, which is good. It's good to be in- included. Yep. I, I've got a, a few AFL engages. You know how it works. And um, um, no, everything's going through the books. You know me. Yes. I'm, you know, all, all legit, mate, put it through the books. All so No, all good.
1: All right. And last one for you. North Melbourne got some assistance uh, because they finished last. Um, They've got three extra little first rounders put on the bottom end of the draft. And there's been outcry. Uh, uh, Chris Scott, very vocal. Ross Lyon chimed in last night. Give us uh, give us Peter Dacoss's, not Collingwood's, Peter Dacoss's opinion on North Melbourne getting the assistance from the AFL. Have you got into it enough?
0: Uh, I haven't got into it, but I, I think, you know, I keep hearing that the talent pool isn't extensive and, you know, we're a bit shallow and yet um, three of the players will be heading off um, to North Melbourne, so, of, of that first round. So, um, oh, look, you know... You know, there's there's other teams as well. So yeah, I I, I thought it was a little bit surprising, especially uh, you know the the Willy Wonka golden tickets, aren't they? Um, you know, those early round picks, um, and, and probably in previous years, the last two or three years, you know, I think the total pool of, of picks has sort of been around that sixty mark. So they're not they're not going deep into into these um, drafts, and then uh, a lot of clubs, I think, even Collingwood. You know, I've got one, maybe two picks uh, for this year. So, you know, it's, it's it's an interesting one, but you can understand why they're doing it um, a little bit to try and uh, get the ruse up a bit.
1: Why are you going to win on the weekend? Why are you going to win Saturday, Collingwood?
0: I uh, I think um, I love it being a, a, a 2.30 game. Um, you know, the red footy... Uh, I think that'll sit up a little bit more. The weather's, you know, the ground will be, I think it's 28, the forecast for the weather. So um, oh, I just think, you know, then you can take the, 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 the crowd into consideration. Um, I think we've got our best football still in, in front of us a little bit. I think, um, you know, we go in that, you know, yeah, there's we can score a little bit more and there's probably areas of the game that, that it's probably just come off a little bit. And, you know, it's the sort of game that, Um, it doesn't take a lot but you know, for for them to take off. So I'm, 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 I'm wrapped. We're playing the Lions here, you know, um, uh, on the big G and, and their record has been what it's been. It hasn't been too good and it's going to be a bigger ground. So I think we can, um, you know, uh, get them to chase us a little bit and, and you know, possibly run them around, which uh, will suit us fine.
1: Enjoy the week. Thank you for uh, taking time out on your crazy schedule this week. Look out for Scotty Cummings, mate. He's somewhere over there. He's, uh, he's over there, the big unit. So look out. He, he definitely will be cashing up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Played five great games for Collingwood, remember?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Five, was it? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll see the great man. I don't know. Uh, he'll, he'll be not too far away. I've got a few few turns here and there. And and it's a good time of year too, guys, as you know, because you do catch up with a lot of the boys. So uh, it's going to be a great week. It's great to have your team um, in the grand final. Week.
1: Absolutely. Other, plenty of other clubs want to be there. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, boys. Good on your Dakes. SEN's AFL Grand Final Day partner is Cobram Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil and OMF. Big, big spring sale is now on. So tune in on Saturday, 11 o'clock, our time in WA right here on SEN.